I claim this planet in the name of the Earth. Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Alright, what's up everybody? Jack Maloney here with Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Practice and Basketball Network. We're doing some special podcasts, season preview pods, talking about all the teams. Um, today I'm joined by Wes Goldberg and Zach Oliver. We're going to talk about the Miami Heat. That's capital letters H-E-A-T. Don't, don't mess that up, it's all caps. Um, Wes covers the Heat for fan-sided's Heat site, All You Can Heat. And Zach lives in Florida, so these guys know about the Heat. This is an expert-filled podcast. So, uh, Wes, you want to start us off a little... Uh, well, first, actually, let's let's go over some basic stuff. The the Heat picked up Amari Stoudemire and Gerald Green. They drafted Justice Winslow. Big loss. Uh, Michael Beasley is no longer on the team, unfortunately. Uh, last year, they went 37 and 45, finished 10th in the East. Obviously, this is a completely different team. Um, they picked up Goran Dragic during the season. They Hassan Whiteside came out of nowhere. So this is really just, it's a completely different roster. Just forget about last year. That is irrelevant to what happened now. Um, Wes, yeah, let's, let's jump into it. Miami Heat, 2015. Well, I mean, on paper it looks great. Dragic, Wade is the starting back. Well, we got Bosch back. Whiteside's in the center position. The wall thing is solid at small forward. But this team has not played a single second together on the court. They they drafted they traded for Dragic and Chris Bosch um, suffered the uh, blood clots on his lung and he was never on the team. With, he never played on the team with Dragic. And we don't really know how this team is going to get put together. This is a great looking team with the names. They got a lot of depth this offseason, which is key with Gerald Green and Amari Stoudemire. Josh McRoberts comes back. He missed. He played in only 17 games last year, so now you add him to the mix as well. They, they got they lucked out by having Justice Winslow slide to them. But, so they have a, a lottery pick at, you know on the bench, too. So this team has a lot of depth, but I just don't, I'm not positive how the starting unit is going to come together. It's going to be good. There's too much talent for it not to be good. This team is going to win 40 games pretty easily, especially in the East. But um, the, the parts are definitely great, but I'm, I'm wondering what the whole is going to look like just because we've never seen it before. Yeah, I think it's fair to, to really wonder what you're going to have with that starting lineup since we haven't seen them together. You know, the Bosch thing last year was a freak, freak thing, which was unfortunate because he was fantastic last year. Um, and Dragic was really good when he went out uh, after he got traded there. So I, I think if you can get Wade healthy, you add Bosch back, you have everything, you know, you've, you've got a nice nucleus there. You know, If they can make it work, they're going to be a real threat in this conflict. So I, I think that they probably can finish second. I mean, and, you know, Maybe, depending on how Kyrie and Kevin Love come back for the uh, Cavaliers, you know, you can see them really push them for them that one seed because you, you don't know what that Cavs team's going to have. Um, but 
I mean, I, I love their depth. I love the pieces that they added this offseason. You, know, you add in getting Josh McRoberts back, you get Gerald Green, you get Amari. Winslow was the steal of the draft. I like I like them getting Josh Richardson in the second round of the draft, even though he probably won't play a whole lot. Still have Haslam and Chris Anderson, a couple of solid veterans, backups on the front line. Mario Chalmers is still there to get yelled at by somebody you know, <laughs> for, for now. Mario Chalmers is having the bounce back here on the team. I'm telling you, you're here first. <laughs> I mean, they probably, you know, maybe they could use one more point guard, but we've got Tyler Johnson who can play a little bit of point guard and push him to shove and wait hand in the ball. So that's really, don't think, too much of an issue. Um, so I, I, I'm a big fan of where we are going into this season. Yeah, I... I definitely think second place in the East is not out of the question. Obviously, like Wes said, it's going to be a work in progress, especially early in the year, you know, gelling all these all these new parts together. But if Wade, you know, it's it's a bigger if with Wade every year that he goes on in his career. But if he can stay healthy and Hassan Whiteside is able to play for a full season you know, play up to the level he played at last year for the whole season. I mean, this team's going to be a big-time problem in the East. I, I don't think anyone's catching the Cavs, but two, the second the second seed is definitely not out of the question. Um, the Hawks aren't going to be as good. Who knows what the Raptors are going to wind up doing. Um, the Pacers are going to be better. Like, the Pacers aren't going to be in there. Uh, the Wizards aren't... The Wizards aren't going to be a two-seed. Like, this is, this is the Heat's chance. Like they, there, yeah, Chicago. That's what I forgot about. Sorry. I think this team's floor is the fourth seed, and its ceiling is the second seed, possibly the one seed, depending on what happens in Cleveland. Because Kyrie Irving hasn't stayed healthy either, so if he's not healthy, who knows? But um, that's it's almost irrelevant. Really, the important thing is, and this is the the luxury of being in the Eastern Conference, is as long as they make the playoffs, this team to gel throughout the season and figure out its chemistry. And once they do that, I, it, as long as they're peaking in the playoffs, it's almost irrelevant what seed they are. Because, um, yeah. like we've already talked about, they have some things to work out. I love the way this front line works together with Whiteside and Bosch. I mean, we have the, the big man in the middle, Bosch is able to play his natural four position to stretch the floor. And then when Whiteside leaves, Bosch can still go back to center and have Josh McRoberts come in at the four and have a little bit more of that athletic front line. And as far as the backcourt goes, you have Wade and Dragic. You know, you can stagger those minutes so that one of them is on the court at all times. So you have one of them handling the ball. Mario Chalmers is going to be able to just be a three-point shooter, which is what he's best at, a.k.a. the only thing he's really good at. <laughs> um, so you can just do that instead of having to play point guard like he did last year. And uh, and then you just let the other guys do what they do. You let Winslow defend and, and hit a few threes. Let Gerald Green just hit threes. Uh, let Amari Stoudemire come in for a few minutes a game and just be a good off-post threat. And uh, this team could look really good. My only concern is the lack of shooting on the perimeter. Uh, yeah, that, that's a concern. And you know, also with that interchangeability that they have in the front court, you could play Bosch and Amari Stoudemire together. Yep. I mean, I mean they, they have so much they can do there. And, you know, we make a lot out of Wade's health. You know, they, I think they've got the depth this year that, you know, Look, if everyone stays healthy, they can let Wade, you know, sit out some throughout the regular season, you know. Yeah. Skip a game or two here, game or two there, and get him to the playoffs in one piece. And 
if he's 100% dead, game time. Like, it's all about that cohesiveness, as Wes was talking about. Right. And um, it's the luxury of letting Wade sit, too, because they have Chalmers who could play the two guard, Gerald Green who could start. And actually, if you think about Wade maybe just resting the game and having Gerald Green as a starter, that opens up the space to number four and that's starting to get a little bit better. Um, so they almost they do have the luxury. I mean, Wade missed 20 games last year because of real injury because um, they couldn't afford to sit him. But with Dragic being able to handle the ball full time now um, and just having that depth of backup Wade, I think they can afford to let him really miss. They can afford more now and let him miss 20 games and not make the lottery. So let's talk a little bit about Justice Winslow because they obviously have, I mean, a great, a great bunch there in the starting unit. And you get Winslow slides down all the way to 10, which is, I mean, tremendous luck. What, Wes, if you want to start since you've, you know, probably been a lot more up on Winslow than, than most people, what, I mean, what are your thoughts? What are your expectations for Winslow? What's a, what's a successful season for him? You can't expect, you know, too much, but a lot of people hasn't had him as a top five pick, and now all of a sudden he's 10. Like, he's... How much does he impact this team? Well, Winslow's could kind of be that X factor, especially coming off the bench, because he can unlock a lot of different things for this team. He, I, I expect that he's going to put a lot of point forward to to an extent, because when he was he played in Orlando summer league a lot more than he played in Vegas. So in Orlando, they let him handle the ball, they let him run pick and rolls, they let him facilitate, um, and he showed that he was really good at it. He was not a good shooter. And that's going to be where he struggles, I think, is shooting at the NBA level, just hitting open jumpers. That's also not what he did well at Duke. He was a distributor and a facilitator at Duke as well, um, and, a, and a slasher who scored the rim. And that's what he did during summer league. So if he could do that, I mean, imagine Winslow coming in without, let's say, Wade and Dragic on the bench. Winslow comes in, and we have Chalmers and Gerald Green coming in as the backup guards. You can have Winslow be the point forward there and just let Gerald Green and Mario Chalmers spot up from, from three, you know, three-point range and have Winslow drive and kick to those guys. I think that's how they're going to use them. And you can incorporate them into the starting one. And that's going to be how you use them on the backup. And then the starting unit, he can come in and just be, like, the best perimeter defender on the team. He's arguably already the best perimeter defender on the team. Well, Dang was a uh, minus defender, um, average at best last season. That's a fact. So Winslow coming in, heralded as this great wing defender, he's probably the best wing defender that you have right now, so he's going to be used as a specialist in that regard, at least in the starting unit, so I think that's what we can expect. Yeah, I was really trying to win the coming out, um, actually, for probably two or three months, he was a guy that I was set on the magic taking for five, um, because I, I thought that he was the best player for them there. You know, the, the shooting is a concern, I mean, he, he shot 42% last year, dude, but it was on, I believe, three tenths a game. So, you know, relatively small sample size. This form needs a little bit of work. They also had, they had Jalil Okafor there. Like, <laughs> he was wide open for a lot of those shots. Yeah. And so, you know, kind of a, a matter of the system they were playing in. But, you know, I, I like him as a, as a potential point forward type. And his versatility is going to be huge. Because, you know, you, you could even consider starting him if you need your rest weight. Because he can play some two, he can play some three, he can probably play some point. If you want to go, like, really, really small, he can play stre- small stretches of four. 
if that's something that you want to try. So his versatility is going to be huge for them. Um, and Pat Riley, Pat Riley likened them to Draymond Green in that sense. Um, in the post-draft uh, press conference, people were like, oh, they, he's Draymond Green, they're going to play him at power forward, and that was kind of like a rumor going around and, you know, on heat Twitter for a while, but that's not what Riley meant by it. He just meant by it, like, you just need a glue guy that can be on a team and almost elevate the team just by the his, his versatility, and that's what we're looking at. Yeah. He does a little bit of everything, you know. He's a good passer, he's a good rebounder, he can score the ball some, he's a really good defender. So he's that jack of all trades. He's their, their Draymond Green, and I think that's going to be the key for him. And really, you know, it's not going to completely shorten it, but it'll help him, you know, shorten the learning curve to an extent. Right, and he, his defense is going to allow him to be on the court. And like sometimes, you know, rookies obviously take a a while to figure the game out. No matter how good they are, it's just a different level. But one of the biggest problems is, you know, they can't defend well enough for the team, for a lot of teams to allow them to be out on the court for long stretches. But that's arguably Winslow's best trade is his defense. And so that allows him to be out on the court. Um, you know, the Spolster doesn't have to worry about him being a, a liability on the defensive end. And he can then work through his offensive game. And with the pieces they have, he they're not... They're not going to need him to score, you know, 15, 20 points a night. It's it's Wade and Bosch and Dragic running the show on offense. So that allows Winslow to just fit into his role as, as a defender, maybe knock down a few open shots, slash to the basket, you know, cut in, cut in behind the defense as they're paying attention to all those other guys. I think he's going to be fantastic for the Heat. I, that, was, that was just a huge stroke of luck and... I think it's. I I think Winslow's going to be great. Um, what do you guys think about about Whiteside? Is is that just a flash in the pan, or is he for real? Is he here to stay? I think he's here to stay. I mean, that's some flash. If that was a flash in the pan, um, a lot of people kind of likened it to insanity to a point, but. The difference between him and like a Jeremy Lin or something like that was like Jeremy Lin's hype was a bunch of game winners and followers that kind of just went in. Yeah. Not to take anything away from Jeremy Lin, but he turned out to be an average, an average guard in the NBA. But Whiteside's got the physical ability, he's got all the tools. He's huge. He's athletic. Um, he, he catches everything that his hands touch, which is when it comes to like he'll literally catch balls instead of blocking them in the air and direct them to his teammates. Um, a great outlet under the basket because again he just catches everything and he's able to put it back so uh, I think he's, he's limited in the fact that you can't let him step away more than 10 feet away 8 feet away from the basket but in, the, in those 8 to 10 feet he's dominant yeah I mean look, he put it together for what about 48 games or so last season before he played you know so he, he Sure, they could do it for a stretch, but you know, how's he going to react to teams that you know having more tape on him and knowing what he can do a little bit more? I mean, sure, he's not going to be a, a huge offensive threat, but teams will be able to scheme and find ways to draw him away from the basket and take him out defensively, which will still I mean, 
big. Um, but, you know, ha- having Bosch there is going to help a lot, I think. Bosch is, Bosch is criminally underrated as a defender. Well, let's get that out of the way right now. But Chris Bosch is a very good defender. And I think having that guy next to Whiteside is going to take a little bit of pressure off of him. And, you know, maybe we could see Whiteside take an even bigger step forward than he did last year. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know that he plays up to the level he was at last year where he was blocking like 12 shots and getting triple doubles and and stuff, but you don't need, I mean, no one is expecting that. You're just, if he can be just a very serviceable to, to good pro, I mean, that just elevates that team to a, a whole nother level. Just defensively, he's... Defensively, he's just a monster. He controls the paint, and that's huge in today's game. Um, you guys have any any final thoughts on on the Heat, sort of maybe where they end up? I know, Zach, you mentioned possibly winning it. We're kind of in agreement that they're, that they're in the top two or three teams. You guys have any final thoughts on this team? It's an interesting bunch. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I mean, my, my final thought is just that this team, it, 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 I think they're going to start, they're, they have an easy schedule to start the year, so they're going to win some games, but it's going to be ugly. Um, there's going to be a point where they really struggle right when that schedule gets a little bit tougher. But this team, I think, is going to peak at the right time. They're going to they're be very good to play off barring injury. If they, if they can stay healthy, I have them winning these Eastern Wow. Oh. There it I is. Think that, I think from top to bottom, they're as a whole they're more talented than the Cavs. I hope you're right, Zach. <laughs> so I have I have them in the uh, in the finals next season. Wow, Zach is out here dropping bombs. Yes, and I have I have spoken in a good year. That happens, you will. Um. Wow. All right. I I was not expecting to hear that. So, I'm just hoping that at some point during the season they run out Goran Dragic, Tyler Johnson, Winslow, Bosch, and McRoberts together to get that all left-handed team. That's, uh, That's my goal for the Heat this year. But no, that's it's probably the most intriguing team going into the season. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Whiteside is going to get his 2K rating up even higher than it was. Hey. <laughs> uh, there we go. That's the heat. That was Wes and, and Zach with me today. Our season preview podcasts. Here's our boy DJ Los Latino playing us out. I claim this planet is the name of the Earth. Greeting Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio.